Hey Guardians, Agnigai here again. Uh, so we had some technical issues once again with this episode. My fault. I explained in the episode, but basically I didn't turn on my microphone. Uh, so all you miss would be, I made an intro, I made a joke about it being an Anthem podcast. Inside thing. If you guys follow our streams, you know the joke. We do now have a Patreon, was the main thing. We have a Patreon that you can subscribe to for $5 a month you get a bonus episode that isn't related to Destiny specifically. It's just Sevs and I sharing stories about our life and stuff that we wouldn't get to talk about on the podcast specifically, but we want to talk about more and just enjoy each other's company a bit more. It's a good time. It's a good laugh. So you can catch that. Uh, that goes live in two weeks. So we record the first episode this Wednesday coming and then the following Wednesday, it'll come out. So patreon.com forward slash Black Guardians podcast, $5 a month, bonus episode. We also have merch coming out, t-shirts and stickers. Uh, we'll, send, we'll set up a store, we'll set up a link for everything for that in the future coming. But if you would like to support us, maybe not with the Patreon, but you would like some merch, hit us up. Everything will be in the description down below as, as it always is. Thanks guys. Once again, sorry for the disturbances with the audio and the technical difficulties but I am going to stay on top of it from now on alright I'll send you this in and enjoy I overhear transmissions sometimes there are things out in the dark that only the dark can overcome story, and it may look like I don't know what I'm doing, but I do. Maybe not. I'm going to see a lot of things you won't understand. Eyes out, Guardian. I got a story. I got a story. I'll say. I, I was supposed to do it last week. I was supposed to do it last week, but um, uh, like we had the guests on, so I didn't want to say. Do you ever, all right, so do you ever get, do you ever do something and your missus is like, whoa. Yes. Do you ever do Does your missus that? Does your missus like have something that you do that just, it just makes you like, yes. Right. Okay. So my wife, my wife, uh, the, the love of my life, if I do anything manly, it's that is, that is her thing. So we, I, 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 um, I stole a stump. And I was going to grow plants up in and all that sort of shit. Turns out this thing's like an 80 fucking kilo stump. And I got her off the thing, feeling quite brave. And I got her off the thing and I just left it there. And I couldn't fucking do anything with it. And so I bought myself a chainsaw. And I got this fucking stump. And it was on the floor. So I picked it up, threw it into the, um, threw it into the, the wheelbarrow and, drew, and took it away. And she's like, oh. And, um, No, it's it's I uh, and she's like, oh, but I tore my shoulders a bit. That's that's the that's that's my thing. My body is failing on me, and I picked the stump up thing. I tore my fucking shoulder. It was fucked. And then um, so we had to, we went out. I took the kids out for the park and all that sort of stuff. And they were, um, one of her friends was telling me how a kid of hers, her kid, locked himself in the bathroom. Locked himself in the bathroom. And they couldn't get the kid out. So they went to the next door neighbor, got the, tried to get thing. And he basically kicked the door down. 
And I was like, oh, why didn't you just give me a shout? Like, I was in the house. I could get like something, just pop the lock and you, at least you, you, you save your door. Or I could lock pick it. She's like, she's, what do you mean you can lock pick? I was like, well, when I used to break, allow myself into buildings, I bought a lock picking kit to pick all the, um, the padlocks into all the abandoned buildings that I used to get myself into. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I bought myself a lockpicking kit and taught myself how to lockpick. Okay. And it, it's a great skill, guys. This is a great skill. If you haven't, if you haven't taught yourself how to lockpick, you haven't, you haven't fucking lived. So I taught myself how to lockpick. And we were in the old house back in Sydney. And the person that she rented the house out to had stolen all the keys in the house. So we managed to get most of them changed. But the ones to the windows, they were like these um, these ones you could kind of open like that and open like that. Yes. No, no. So they open. They were like proper fucking hardcore ones. They were wooden ones. So you could open them and open them out like this. But then you could do a half thing and then pull it out pull it out so it come as a, as a comes out of itself very fucking expensive windows and she goes i can't we can't open it and it was in the kitchen and i was like oh i'll be back i'll be back so i was talking to my mate and i was i was telling my mate about this story and he's and i was like i fucking went in got the pick lock and pulled him off and i was like she fucking loved it and she was like oh she fucking loved it and he's like, nah, nah, nah. And she, we're in the park now with all the kids. And she looks at my miss and she goes, he picked the locks on their, uh, on their uh, kitchen, uh, on the kitchen windows. And she goes, yeah, I gushed. <laughs> I gushed. But anyway, that's my story. But yeah, so I can pick locks. Anyway, perfect. That's I it. am. Huh? So you... bad right now. What? Am I, am I? I've been muted this entire fucking time. Have you been muted or have I been uh, muted? No, I've been muted because I switched fucking mics because my goddamn circle clamp. So on my, my Rode microphone. Have um, you, uh, are you unmuted? I'm unmuted now. I was looking at my fucking levels and I was like, I'm not moving. And I looked at my Yeti and that's not connected. And I went. All right, once again, Agnikai keeps fucking around with his fucking settings. I don't know why. It wasn't even I, my settings. It was literally the physical fucking thing because my road that I usually use, the... Go and get a new one. Go and I, get a new no, fucking circle club. That's go what I did. That's what I, it arrived today. That's why the microphone is right, right. here. So we do it. That was a one-sided story. And you didn't hear me. Basically, Agnikai gushed over that story. You didn't was, hear any of it. I was laughing my head off. I was having a great old time. Yeah. And I'm going to cut time. it. <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding so um yeah so that's, that's gonna be a very awkward introduction for people for the first five minutes but shit happens yeah so you the introduction of welcome to the, uh welcome to the uh the relaxed Pod- guardian podcast gone it's all gone as well all right so <laughs> oh, again let's, let's do the let's do the intro again sorry guys uh we are starting again nah it's all right just welcome ladies and gentlemen of Properly to episode 35 of the Relaxed Guardians podcast. This is actually episode 35. I said 35 last week. That was 34. All right, cool. So, so, what's happened in the Destiny world? 
What? Um, so we missed last week's episode because... Well, not episode. We missed last week's story beat because we had the guest on. Yep. So last week, we killed Courier. In yes. the expunge mission. Yes. Killed. Um, maybe. Yeah. So... Osiris got all weird again. He's like, I want to take the body. He didn't take the body. I think he took the head. I think he's got Curie's head at the moment. Stored oh, away with um, the crown of sorrows. So, no, because uh, didn't he say he, she just disappeared? There wasn't a body. She just went boom. No, she definitely disappeared. She definitely died because when it explodes, I'm 100% certain the head got left behind. Okay. So, yeah, he's got the head. He's got the crown. So everyone's like, he's going to put the crown on the head. It's like, oh, that's a really bad idea, Osiris. Maybe don't do that. He's dodgy as fuck, isn't he? Like I've read the I've read the um on Shark Collective, I read the the season book. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, the so the final law book chapter is out now. I haven't read it either. But it's out now. Um Solstice of Heroes started this week as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So... People are confused about Solstice of Heroes. Mm. So Solstice of Heroes is you get your full armor pieces. So yeah. Top to bottom, they're blue. You then have to upgrade them to purple, mm-hmm. and then you have to upgrade them then to masterwork. Mm-hmm. All right? But, guys, you don't have to wear the full set of armor. You can just choose one job to do on one set, and you can just say, wear the pair of fucking gloves, and you wear the gauntlets, and then you upgrade that to purple, and then you can take them off, and then you can do it on individual pieces. You don't have to do them all at the same time. You can do individual pieces. Yeah. You only get the glow at master. Yes. So right. you get the white glow, not the elemental. Yeah, the elemental is as whatever elemental element you are using. And you then the white glow. From, you have to buy the elemental from Serverse. All right. Serverse. Yeah. But the white one, yeah, you, you earn, which is good because that got introduced last year. Yeah. So, so have you seen the armor pieces? Have you seen the armor pieces? Yeah, I, I, I watched the trailer and the glows didn't do it for me this year. I don't mind the helmet. I don't mind the Warlock's helmet, but the Warlock's and the Titan helmets are very, very similar. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It seems so mohawky this time around. I yeah. liked, I liked the, the glowing horns look that we had last year. It, was, it yeah, seems so much more cool. broad and big. I don't know. Um, yeah. But you can use the uh, previous year's as ornaments now, I'm pretty sure with the yeah goddess. they yeah they have they've come out they um they know it might be in the twab because we didn't mm. even get to the twab um yeah. we got very very quickly into the twab last week so it's what do you reckon of the um the shotgun nerfs and the one twenty nerfs I've, I've watched like three different videos from the big PvP guys at the moment they're all like it's not the end of the world because fell winters or aggressive shotguns are still gonna one tap at a closer range, at a further range than any other shotgun type. One twenties are now three tapping base instead. Well, you can still do two taps with a one twenty if you have kill clip. Um, I don't think if you stack rampage three times, it'll be enough anymore. Maybe it will if it's three times. Um, but they're like, look, the meta is not going to shift that hard. This is a mid-season patch that was meant to be at the start of season fifteen. So when season 15's patch fully comes out, that's when we're going to see the bigger meta shift. And that's when yeah. we're going to see the bigger bigger changes. I think that's when Anarchy gets nerfed as well. <laughs> like, fuck. I can understand why, because that thing is bread and butter. Yeah. You have to, for anything, you have to have Anarchy. Mm. But Wither Horde is just as fucking good. Wither Horde is yeah. a very, very strong 
and grenade launcher. Um, I know Seiko was doing using Truth Teller um, in GMs, and it was fucking wrecking. Okay. It was really, really cool because the last GM was uh, Kagan um, inside Terminus. Oh, right. He did it four times. Oh, he did it four times. No hang jury. No adept oh. hang jury. <laughs> Didn't Dan get one? Dan got one. Yeah, like I got two. Um, not very good roles. I think the one I've got now is more uh, PVPs. Hey, discreet. Um, the one I got is pretty okay. Dan got a fucking Firefly one. I think Curly got a Firefly one as well. I'm not so sure. I was getting fucking. I mean, I was playing Gambit, so it's whatever. But I was getting mapped by the invader using a hundred and I think he had explosive rounds on it. So it was just yeah. he didn't bother leaving his spawn spot. He would just invade stand where he was standing and just tap away at us and by the time we realized we were getting damaged by him we we're basically dead yeah oh uh happy birthday buddy happy birthday not so discreet um yeah and what i liked about it and obviously with the vog as well the master of master vog which will most probably be in the twab is the color of the gun the, the base color of the gun is different the uh, in the adept so oh it's a, yeah it's gray which I think is fucking cool. At least yeah, you can tell people that you can tell that they. Oh, that sorry. They so you're talking adept. about the you're talking about the time loss weapons in Vulcan Glass now. No, so I'm talking about Hang Jury. So mm-hmm. Hang Jury Adept is grey, where the normal one's white. Really? Yeah. Oh. And is then the shader? time. No, it's just it's just as well. It could be. It's just as base. Uh, it's just what it comes as. Okay. It comes the Adept comes as a different color, which I thought was fucking pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then Vogue Master, it comes um, silver, like the Vex, um, the Vex Mythoclass um, shader that you can buy. So every yes. weapon in Master will come as a silver. Yes. Yep. So we'll be trying that this week, I think. This yeah, weekend. so that's the time loss weapons, but they're sort of similar in where they're on a rotation each week, same as yeah. how like the Adepts and Grandmasters are on a rotation, but then they're only tied to the challenges. So you have to do that week's challenge. Oh, right. To really? get the time loss. Yeah. Oh. But um, they're like a next step up from Adepts. So like Adepts get one bonus stat, uh, bonus perk in their tree. Yeah. Whereas the time loss weapons get two. They get one in tree, uh, row three and row four. Oh, right. Wow. So, and then like the Adept um, masterwork, like range or whatever. So okay. they're going to be pretty, they're something to go for. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. hardcore. Well, that's what we're going to be doing this weekend. But mm. we did. Um, I managed to. So the there's a build running around now of eyes of um the ah uh, you know the one the bloody warlock one with the cloud in the helmet. Yeah. Um. The eyes of something. The eyes of the tempest or something like that. I can't fucking remember. Uh, Crown of tempest is the one with all the. Yeah. Anyway, but it. There's one in there now. So the build that is running around is stasis build. Mm-hmm. Stasis, grenades. So you have to have high, um, all your stasis, and then you have to have the um, aspects and all these specialized aspects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you just eat your grenade all the time, and then you put these little turrets out. Right. And so you got, I had my original build, which was high recovery, high intelligence for geomags. Yeah, but I managed to pull out just randomly out of uh, stores, out of my um, out of my uh, vault, a hundred resilience, a hundred discipline. Holy shit! And 
50 60 mobility just randomly out of my uh out of my what in my vault and then I was, as we were doing gms i was just master working there as we went yeah yeah so you're so, just gonna be grenades just... yeah 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 plan. i think i think 30 seconds 30 40 seconds i think grenades come the grenade gets you put the turret out and by that one's finished i've got another one in the in the chamber ready to go that's that's crazy yeah that's gonna be yeah, sweet it's... so the so the strat is for warlock stasis in grandmasters and uh, non grandmasters in um yeah. in master of glass okay that's interesting slow it's everything it... down Keep yeah it's it just crazy contained. it's uh okay yeah it's uh it's uh really um overpowered it's ridiculously overpowered <laughs> even still that like, you just because inside terminus you got that middle room with all their um uh, you have to get the balls off and run them over to the um, the the thing right at the very end. Yes. So inside terminus, you come around the corner and you have a, the large room, and then oh, you have the um, yeah, 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 yeah. The cabal drop ships yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop pods, whatever the fuck they call. But you just run up there, and you just stand there, and you just freeze. You're doing your super. You're doing mm. your bloody um, uh, your turrets. You just stand there, it's just with a horde and everything, just <laughs> shooting the shit out of it. <laughs> I think um, Shawnee got it down to 17 minutes per run. Seven, wow. Yeah. He must, like he's, we, he's rolling. I don't know. Like he loves his grandmasters. Oh, they're awesome. But mm. they actually, they, because we worked it out the other day that, what have you got? Six items? Yeah. Helmet piece. Helmet, gauntlet, chest piece, boots. No, five. Five armor pieces, three weapons. Yeah, five armor pieces. So you can get an extra. You can get an extra fifty stats when you masterwork things. Yeah, in each um in each stat. Yeah. So it's ten per stat, you know. Uh-huh. And that's fucking great. That is absolutely fantastic. It just it makes a difference. It absolutely makes a fucking difference. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, grandmasters. Grandmasters going inside terminus. Is that? Do you reckon that was one of the harder ones this week? Or was that kind of like an easier Grandmaster com- comparatively? Well, Glassway was hard. Mm. Glassway was fairly hard, but that was that was if you had the um, the the stasis build, mm. that was that was where you want. Like next uh, this week's Saber, I think it was a Fallen Saber or something like that. Now that's quite difficult, but I reckon stasis would be fantastic for that as well. Double knife full drops as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. But it's not. It's the old weapons. It's the rotation of the old weapons. That's all right because you got to. It's do... not. Yeah. But you want double drop, so you want yeah. you don't worry about the weapons as such. Don't worry about the adept weapons, even though they're fantastic. But it's more the the golf balls that you need to upgrade your kit. Mm-hmm. So you you get. I was getting two per completion of Grandmaster yesterday, and yeah. now you get four. You know, that's what you want. Those are the fucking golf balls you want. And then for a tip, if you've got uh, GMs or you uh, GMs in your belt, masterwork shitty exotics, masterwork them, and then when you dismantle them, you get your golf ball back. You it takes three to it gets it takes three to um, uh, masterwork it. Yeah. But then you get one golf ball back on a dismantle because you can so, only have ten at one time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand Destiny's currency system anymore, man. Because people just stack them up, man. But like, but like they're, about- they're doing that anyway. I mean, I understand you lose to 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 when you master like to dismantle or whatever. But it's like people are just finding ways around it anyway. And it's like, yeah, is, but is it it's, really slowing you down that much. Yeah, because it's look. Um, I think 
I think um, oh, what's his name? Um, whatever I can't remember his name. He was doing 30, 40 GMs mm. a day. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he was doing so many GMs per day that he had to turn around and delete things. Yeah. He was getting pages. He was getting pages full of um, uh, uh, hung juries or whatever the fuck it is from last season. Or swarms, say. He was getting 24 swarms. Mm. And then he just deleted them all. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, like I understand. I, I understand the currency issue. I understand that. But the golf balls is you don't want to be having, like, you don't want to have somebody who's got like a thousand golf balls because he just master everything. What's yeah, but that, that's streamers. Like it's that's where the hardness of the balance comes in. Because if you make it too um, accessible, then streamers blow it out of proportion. But if you make it too hard, then the lower ended people can't keep up. It's very hard to make that balance point, I guess. Yeah, but you can only get what three three golf balls a season. So. Mm. GMs, guys. GMs is where we are. And what we're going to be start doing as well is towards the end of the season, uh, we're going to start Sherpering. Yeah. The clan is going to start Sherpering, or myself, Agnakai, possibly. Um, Seiko, Seiko, Shawnee. We're all going to be, even Shawnee's not in our clan. Um, he's mm-hmm. in our Discord. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to start Sherpering people. So it'll be like a what we used to have with Sherpa Sunday. We're going to get on quite early, 7, 8 o'clock, and then we're going to share as many people through as possible. Whether it's the clan, whether this is you guys out there, drop us a link. If you drop us a fucking message, if you want to be um, invited into it, we will start sharing soon. I'm trying to um, organize a, a full proper day once a month where I can do like a proper chef Sunday for like 18 hours or some shit. Yeah, do it, kids. Do it. It's not fucking happening. <laughs> well, it's like if I can organize it with the family prior and we like set the day it's mm. so like that's the best way i can do it yeah and like it's it's sort of as a personal goal for like boosting stream numbers getting more people in to play the game with us you know how it is yeah oh look look i think we don't we we slowly get in there guys and it's obviously mm. all up to you guys it's all down to you guys like pushing us out and mm. um i think we got a listener in alaska so whoever that listener is in alaska thank you Drop me a message. I'd love to know how the fuck you got us in Alaska. <laughs> how, how, how did you find us? Yeah. How did you find us in Alaska? Is it I like nothing to do in Alaska? <laughs> well, I, they, Alaska is the only one with the, with the blockbusters left. In is the that country. still got a blockbuster there? Yeah, that's still the, 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 the last black, uh, the last uh, blockbusters in uh, in in the world. The first in ever in person relaxed guardians podcast is going to be in that Alaska's blockbuster. I'm going to make right. that happen. <laughs> Twap. So, so we had Cura. What do you reckon? What do you reckon of the finale? Is it like mm. we still got a f- the issue is we've got 50 fucking days. I know. Like 40 odd days. What the fuck is going on for 40 well, more days? Okay. Like? The epilogue's coming probably. I'm going to say the epilogue happens at the end of Solstice of Heroes and that'll be like right. the crash the party thing because the Solstice this time is actually written into the law as part of the story so like every yeah. other year it's like it happens because of the timing like matches up but this one's like we're celebrating because we broke the endless night and now the tower's back to normal and everything so i think there's going to be a party crash sort of epilogue that happens and like we know that there's some mission that happens in one of the districts in the city towards the end of the season as well it's on the timeline yeah so i think that's when it's going to happen that'll be our epilogue uh 
Other than that, I don't know. I don't really know what we're gonna do for the next four days. I think we're gonna get like two weeks of this and then our epilogue and then we're gonna have a weird lull because of well, delays. That's my hate. That's my hate. And I understand what it's there for because then if obviously somebody didn't do the beginning, they've got mm. enough time to finish halfway through. And I understand that, but we've got things to do. Obviously, we've got Master Vog to do. Yeah. Um, we've got Master Vog to do. We've got um, um, we've got GMs to run and stuff. So that we, we, got, we got stuff to do. Don't get me wrong. And I, I want to get some uh, triumphs and stuff like that. Yeah. But for people who haven't got what we got the i think the player base is kind of going to drop off and yeah. come back for the next season kind of drop off and stuff like that yeah and it's like the, it's that weird thing that they were trying to avoid with big dlc drops and then nothing they were trying to avoid yeah. these lulls and obviously you know delays happened COVID happened they're trying to catch up to where they wanted to be again um we don't actually know when witch queen's going to drop either like we know it's next year but we don't know it's, if it's even january it's, anymore it's may which queen is in May? It's supposed to be, yeah. It's January, February, May. You mean March? No, so, yeah, fucking March. <laughs> like, March. middle of yeah, the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, March. It's supposed to be March. So it's even three months into the new year. Yeah, that's so long. Yeah, like... yeah. Look, because this is over in, what? This is over in 40 days. So this is over in, what, middle of August. Mm -hmm. And then we um, season of Redacted. Yeah. And then... Uh... So that's... Oh, it's gonna be a long season. Yeah, August, September, October, November, December, mm. January, February, March. So mm. it's like fucking almost seven months. That's a lot. That's a long. That's a long season. I'm not um, too. Hopefully, they turn around and go. Oh, fuck! It's coming out in January because that's only four months. Yeah. Even if it comes in, like obviously there's gonna be a lull because it is the holidays. But then it's gonna have that fucking influx of people coming in because it's the holidays. They have time off. They get to play the fucking game. Yeah. And next like season I we get Halloween. We get the Christmas event, and then is there? A, uh, the, I don't think there's a New Year's event, but we get two holiday events in there and then whatever the seasonal stuff is yeah uh, and then obviously dinos dinos oh uh, you ever get the dino armor for halloween yeah um, so look mm. i because i i i don't like it but i do like it all in the same thing i i like the i like the leaked drip fed stuff i do actually i really like that because if not the first week bang's all done and then you're like yeah. hey i got fuck all to do yeah I like that, but it needs to be like it needs to be stretched out or seasons need to be reduced. Something needs to happen where it goes, it's the start, it's the end. It's coming to the end it's, of the season. Not yeah. it's fucking finished and bang, you got 40 fucking days left of just yeah. spinning around with thumb up your ass, you know? Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's like we want to we want everything. Yeah, well we want everything, but I want like... it all. I want it fucking all. <laughs> It's good that it's trip fed because it gives people that opportunity, like you said, to play at their own pace. And then I don't know. It's so hard. I kind of, I kind of want to go back to the bigger drop things because even though Beyond Light was really, really, really short, I think they could do bigger releases. Uh, Forsaken was fairly big. I know we're never going to see one of those again. Bungie have said that, but if they could do a Forsaken release, and then. I don't know, I think that'll just give players more to do for a longer time. Or oh, I just keep my knee and like just really, really reinvigorate the freaking community because it's well, like they've 
this well, is they've, here. they've upped their fucking play. They've upped their, their people who work for them. Employees, mm. I should say. They've upped their employees, so we may get something like that. I don't know. Like, I understand they've reduced the seasons to three per year and a big DLC every every one year or every two years? Every, no, every one, one year. year. Every yeah. one year. A big DLC, and I understand that because they can turn around and make... Uh, to be honest, I'd rather have great storytelling, great play, mm. and a fucking lull than mm. trash like fucking season of the sundial or fucking whatever season that fucking <laughs> yeah shit like that you know yeah. it, just absolute trash that is like oh yeah use some shit you have to do this fucking 50 million fucking times yeah. and there's nothing else there yeah. so i'd rather i look to be honest it's like a two-edged sword i'd rather have good story something poignant in the season and then have a fucking lull that i may we may be able to go and have a look at a different game or mm. maybe able to like tidy up some fucking triumphs and stuff like that do sherpas do fucking raids once again go to a different game yeah there's some really good games coming out um it's a it's a hard thing that well it's a weird thing that we've got now it's like we want so much from this game because this is a game that everyone we know plays like our clan is in destiny it's very it's not hard but it's not often that we go hey let's go and play among us and enough people want to come and do that so yeah. we kind of stick with Destiny because we know that everyone's going to stay on Destiny. But if Destiny's boring, it doesn't really get anyone excited to get on. And like, yeah, we do Freight Day and whatnot and we have a bit of a laugh and we roast each other and shit. But it's like, we can only get six people in that at a time. Some people are like, I can't get on till later. And you just start to feel like you're missing out on shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like, we, we had to, we possibly... We get into a stage now where we are running almost two raids, two two raid teams as yeah. well, which is great. Yeah. And it's nice to have like a dedicated Discord. Like we are, our Discord guys is open to everybody. It's LFG. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in the in the clan. You can come and go as you fucking please. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really bother us. We got fucking people in loads of fucking different clans. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Let's get this fucking twelve out of there. Let's do it. All right, this week at Bungie, we pray for Solstice of Heroes 2021. It's almost time for a celebration. Earlier this week, Guardians pushed back against the Endless Night through relentless overrides and adventures to expunge the Vex network. Kuro was found and deleted, while larger threats to humanity remain. One can take a moment to breathe and rest easy, knowing that the people of the last city are safer. Safer. Um, in the wise words of Satan 14, it's time for celebration. Solstice of the Heroes is the perfect moment for that. As you see on the front page, you get like uh, the Titan has like this mohawky looking thing. Um, the Warlock has a, oh, it looks like feathers. It looks like flames. But I reckon what it looked like, it would Gambit Jade Stone on that, that looked fucking cool. You will be seen <laughs> from fucking miles away. I can't project so. And then the wall, other uh, the hunters is meh. Mm. It's it's not good. Uh, big party in the tower isn't the only thing that's going on. Eva Levante returns. Savathun returns, bringing new armor for the hunters. Oh, talking about a uh, thing. Did you read the law on Savathun in the? Let me get this out and I'll, I'll go on to that. Let me okay. go to that. I'm getting, I'm getting excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Get gush. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the, what's... I'm looking at the images now, and it's like I just don't like the hunter, and I main a hunter. It's yeah, I don't like I... any of the armor this time actually. I don't like I don't like the crap at the front. I don't mind the I don't actually don't mind the warlock's helmet. Is there an image I'm... that I can pull up for the stream? But I'm look. I, I like the um. I like my um my ear one from the uh, season pass. So, full rundown of solstice and everything. Come in. Make sure to check out our seasonal event page on Bungie.net. I'm personally getting excited for a fun new shotgun that will be available during the event. It's a blue thing. Next week is quite a bit going on. A larger than usual mid-season sandbox update. Vault of Glass Master difficulty and more. Let's dig in. Hmm. Fate Breakers. Raids fall squarely into an endgame space of destiny, providing aspirational content for fire teams of six to conquer. Once you climb, uh, once you've climbed the mountain and planted your flag, you may find yourself asking, "What's next?" Well, I'm here today to let you know that you haven't uh, the, uh, summited the mountain just yet. If you truly wish to call yourself a master of vault of glass, you'll be you'll be challenged to earn the respect. Beginning Tuesday, July the 6th, Vault of Glass Master Difficulty will become available to all players. And it's actually showing the armor there, and I don't mind that fucking armor, to be honest. I don't uh, understand the, um, the armor from the Vault of Glass. I don't understand how the Titan and the Hunter gets the Vex Eye, but the Warlock gets shit all. The Warlock looks like it's just got a recycled helmet. Yeah, like yeah. texture. I just, this is, yeah, it feels kind of lazy. Yeah. How would you enter? When signing in next Tuesday, Vault of Glass will offer a master difficulty option to launch for you and your fire team. While there's no minimum power requirement to enter, enemies, enemies will be at 1350 power, so you will want to earn some pinnacle power to raise your artifacts level before you attempt in your run. So GMs, mm -hmm. the guys in GMs are 1360. So if you're doing GMs, this shouldn't be that too bad. Okay. Uh, what can you earn? First up, Master Vault of Glass unlocks a final triumph required for the Fate Breaker raid seal and title. Once completed, the players may equip their in-game title and purchase the Bungie Rewards pin if they so desire. There is a ship. It looks like ass. That is the um, original model from Destiny 1, that center bit of it. But those crystal rocket thrusts of things on the side are new. They're shit. They, I don't, I don't, that looks just, that looks like something from a PlayStation 2 render. <laughs> like a PS1. PS1, N64, Star Fox. <laughs> fucking Atari, Atari fucking. Famicom. <laughs> Second, Master Vault of Glass will also introduce time loss weapons to Destiny 2. Time loss weapons can be compa uh, comparable to adept weaponry from Grandmaster Nightfalls or Flawless Trial Passages but offer additional perk in columns three and four for slightly more customization. Oh, I fucking like that. Mm. Complete Vault of Glass challenge and master difficulty of the activity and you will be rewarded. Each week will feature a specific time loss weapon for you to hunt, rotation alongside the available challenge. Once you've earned a time loss weapon, you may also purchase additional rolls from the chest at the end of that raid on master difficulty using Spoils of Conquest. Note that these will be at a higher price of normal versions of these weapons. I do like the re-rolled choices mm. out of the um, chest. Mm -hmm. I, do, I do like that. Yeah. Please note, weekly rewards lockouts are shared between both normal and master difficulty. I don't like that. A vault I. of glass. I like. I, I like. I. I'd rather have the prestige ones. So you'd have like normal raid where you get your pinnacles, and then the prestige where you get pinnacles 
but the armor was different or the weapons yeah. were different. You know, yeah, so that, that goes all the way back to Fall of Glass in Destiny 1 with normal and hard mode. And if you just ran hard mode, you would just get drops for normal and hard. So you basically get double drops without, without having to run, run, run one raid. Yeah. And it's this... a bit annoying that they've changed that. So now it's like if you do master, you only get master drops for that week. You get locked out of normal. Yeah, but yeah, fuck, my dog. Look, I, I suppose it's okay because it is only 10, 10 levels. It's still a bit of a grind, um, but... Sure, but if you're running master, like, you're probably already at the end of your grind. Well, I suppose, yes, you are right. But there's no there's no, um, there's no um, lockout for um, things. So you could, in theory, you could go with a fucking 1250. You're going to get your ass handed. You're on True. a big fucking platter. But you could go in there and do it. Just get pulled through and get double drops. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, because everybody has to do something in this. It's um, it's very. Um, I don't, I'm not too sure how it works, but I, I was looking at Facebook and they were saying everybody has to be able to do something. Well, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Lastly, armor from master. Uh, this is what I like. Mm. Armor from master difficulty of Vaulted Glass will focus on a specific stat rotating weekly. If you've been hunting a prime zealot helm with a high spike in intellect stat, master difficulty will give you a greater chance for the, for the distribution you're looking for. That's great, and that's what I was saying. Grandmasters should do. So it's good that they're doing it here at least. Get ready for the fight. This won't be a walk in the park. If you haven't dipped your toe in the Destiny 2 endgame before, enemies will be tougher. They'll be looking to put you down more aggression. A few more champions champions will be appearing uh, to defend the vault. More, more modifiers will be active, forcing you to think on your feet and come prepared. If you're looking to increase your power, make sure you complete your weekly milestones for pinnacle rewards. One way to do this is Iron Banner. It was out, obviously, last se- last step, so, um, last week. Mm-hmm. It's active right now. Make sure you complete blah, blah, blah. Shift in sand, mid-season update. Here we go. Oh, I'm not going to read all that shit. <laughs> Basically, that's talking about the changes from uh, 120s and shotguns at the moment um, and how that the patch that we got this week was supposed to be at the start of season 15, but because they want to test out how this patch works, they released it early and they're changing the way patches work now. So we're going to get a mid-season patch and then a start of season patch. And the mid-season patch is kind of like a precursor to the start of the season patch. Right. And then if it's a if there's a problem with the mid-season patch, they won't be able to fix it until the next mid-season patch. So wow. keep that in mind. So without further ado, the big ticket items for PvP are, no surprise, shotguns, uh, 120 RPM <laughs> aggressive hand cannons, the dead man tails. Combine these dominate all forms of PvP, particularly trials. We've also been getting large amounts of feedback about special weapons usage in Crucible, and this will be the first step towards addressing these players' concerns. And we can't forget about sleeper simulant in PvE. <laughs> Intended special weapon roles in PvP. Most special weapons should have one situation where they are dominant choice. If caught outside of this, you should be at a disadvantage. Moving towards these roles in the week is in a work in progress. Some weapons are not where they want we want them to be, and we've made some changes in season of the splicer that we expect to need more adjustment later on. Note the special ammo abundance in PvP distorts these roles, allowing play uh, allowing plays that wouldn't be possible otherwise, and is something we're looking to address. Use the roles we intend each special weapon to fill. Sniper rifles engaged engaging at long range with aiming skill. We're not already under fire. 
Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Shotguns engaging at point blank range using skill at movement or positions to get close enough to get a one or two hit elimination. Now, I've been playing with um, Chaperone lately. Yeah. I'm fucking ass. <laughs> so fucking bad at it. It's not even funny. I've got, please, if anybody else can give me a fucking build, I've got double target in a thing. I've got, and I got, um, um, the flinch. I got the double flinch. I can't think of anything else. I got targeted adjuster on the fucking whatever the fuck I've got it on. I I did clat somebody yesterday uh, the other day. Two ice, uh, two people in the head, knocked them both out. But that just seems like time, really. It's practice using a sludge shotgun and going for headshots. Yeah, and then um, and then I was playing against one guy, and I was shooting him with an SMG. He ran up to me slid i was still suiting him with an smg and then he managed to get back up slide again and shoot me in the face oh wow. i'm like i don't i don't understand this mm. i do not understand yeah this. smgs are in a shit place at the moment yeah um so are scouts and pulse rifles <laughs> pulse rifles are so weird because if they yeah they're the same with scouts i was saying this that like if they buff them but in damage they'll become too powerful and people will yeah. just sit back in range again so well, they need to find i don't know where well, the, it was the, it was that toss up with resilience as well. Mm. So they were they were resilience was basically null and void. Yeah. Uh, but since I think they may have put, brought something in where resilience is now a thing, like uh, with a hundred resilience in a GM, I could take a full snipe, uh, sniper shot to the face and not die. Right. Where before you sniper lucky you are dead. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you can take a grenade. You can get a grenade, go at your feet, bang, it will only take you down to maybe a quarter of your health. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, resilience is a thing now. So, like, if you guys, what I'm looking for a build is high recovery, high intellect, high resilience. Yeah. The triple hundreds, if you possibly can, you know. Yeah. Fusion rifles, engaging at mid-range, but with careful position and pre-charging around cover required for succession. So, now we know the toaster is going to be fucking... The row winner on the fucking place. Yeah, okay. So they say further along that they're going to be tuning exotics separately. Okay. So I think this is more to do because Dead Man Tail is a scout rifle, but it's not like any other scout rifle we've got in this game. Yep. So, and, and Vex Method Class is in a weird spot right now where they called it a fusion rifle that does an auto rifle <laughs> thing. That I shoots was, like a linear fusion rifle, so I don't I, know what to call it. I was on Facebook. I was on Facebook the other day, and I was reading this thing, and this guy's, like, right, I've caught a cheater. I've caught a cheater. I was like, oh, okay, something like that, like big fucking capital letters. I was like, oh, fucking, let's go and see what this guy was. Let's go and see what this guy has caught. And so I went into his post, and he goes, yeah, yeah. Um, somebody shot me, and he had a Vex class and he was shooting me full auto. And the guy was like, yeah. He goes, well, I, oh, I fucking, I reported him, and then it was like. That's how it shoots. Yeah, but no, but it's a fucking pulse rifle. I was like, yeah, but that's how it shoots. It does that and then does like a linear fusion blast thing at the end of it. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, mate, you just reported a person who just playing the game and just fucking wrecked you in Crucible. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. All right, fair enough. There's some pretty crazy bands. Yeah, well, not crazy but funny bands going around right now as well with that dude on Twitter, the, the fucking anime profile picture guy who is what? 
So I think we spoke about this during the week, but the guy who he he put out a tweet saying that he got banned and he doesn't know why and he wants Bungie to explain it. The DMG responded saying, I'll look into this for you. And he was like, and the guy was saying, look, I've been banned several times before and they've been turned over because I wasn't doing anything wrong. So DMG is messaging back and he's saying, uh, we banned your primary account because we've located several other accounts linked to your primary account that have been proven cheating. And he's like, I want proof of this. And DMG just basically said, we don't show proof of how we do our cheating because then it'll give hackers, you know, ease of access yeah. to how we fucking do things. You were caught cheating. You know you were cheating. This will be our final communication. And then just fucking cut it there. And so this guy's constantly like ranted off with saying, I want my money back, all these other things. Didn't get anything from it. Been banned now. Lost all of his stuff. Lost everything. And he's just been a basic Twitter piranha for the rest of the time. DMG's a beast, man. GM, there's no fucking about with DMG. Oh, it was just, it was so funny the way he was just like, the final line of this will be our final communication, which is so professionally shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, yeah, he's a fucking beast. Yeah. Trace rifles, stronger close mid range and uh, at the cost of not being a one hit elimination, making it a possible to out be outplayed by skillful primary users. Uh, grenade launchers used for weakening an opponent, getting damage around corners, um, and getting a one-hit elimination with direct impact. Uh, the cost of projectile travel time and being a bad place if you miss your shot. I miss my shots all the fucking time. Yeah. I've heard yeah. so many people complaining like, yeah, you can bounce this around corners. And then you can hold the trigger until it hits someone and explodes by itself and then gets the kill. Yeah. It's grenade launchers. Yeah. They're... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like I don't like people are fucking good. Some people are fucking good at them. Like I got knocked out mm. of the air, like straight shot, straight to the chest, killed me outright. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Yeah. You know, like you know, like with the the um the the some of the plays increase where you're like, yep, I'll I'll, I'll give you that. Yep. Yeah, that was that was fucking spectacular. What you just did was fucking awesome. I saw a guy, and I think I ended up in a montage actually on the bad end of it. Where he was just running around doing a heavy throwing knife, fucking kill feed. And I was watching the feed and he was getting precision just looping this fucking thing. He got like six people before we wow. managed to take him down. Like he was just peak, throw, moves to the next spot, throw. It was awesome to watch. But, so what you would need to do is just give him some love mail. Say, mate, that was fucking awesome. That was just like... like- dead set and impressed. <laughs> yeah. If I could type fast enough on there and give him <laughs> fucking love because i'll be like huh? and then he's gone and i'm like yeah, i don't even know his fucking thing we need the xbox controller keyboard back or the playstation controller yes. keyboard back from way back when so we could do that yeah just give some fucking love love feeding mm. shotguns are very dominant in pvp by uh, are very dominant by any measure don't allow much counterplay play with primary weapons particularly close range primaries like sidearms and smgs we see frequent players feedback about their prevalence in pvp activities and how they make it difficult to use various weapon archetypes that otherwise feel good against players without shotguns mm. we want them to excel in a narrower niche and they do currently so this change aim to retain the reliable one hit on elimination but at close range and push them to be slightly rangier than currently at getting two hit eliminations huh so they're trying to push out they're trying to push out um where oh sorry they're trying to 
Okay. I think you did the wrong way around. They're trying to tighten up where your one hit range is with aggressive with all types of shotguns. So you have to be closer to get a one hit kill. Yeah. Is what they're trying to say. So aggressives went from eight which is fell winters, went from eight meters to six meters, consistently seven meters sometime. So and that comes down to RNG of bullet spread and whatnot. And then rapid fires went from uh they, they all got pushed out about two meters anyway. Aggressives, unfortunately, are still this, the ones with the longest range of hitting a one-hit kill. So, even though you might have a, a rapid-fire frame, it's still going to be... You still have to be within five meters to get the one-hit kill, whereas Felmint is still up to seven meters. So, right. it's like, Felmint is still going to be the king of shotguns. Whether or not they're still used as much will remain to be seen, but... Yeah, yeah. okay, all right. Um, with the ability to quickly follow up rising, uh, rising in ports, that we expect faster firing shotguns to eat into aggressive shotgun dominance and other special weapons to be more viable. Mm-hmm. Increased aggressive frame shotguns cone angle from 4 to 4.25 degrees. Reduced shotgun damage fall off minimum by 2 meters. Increased shotgun damage fall off maximum by 2 meters. Note slug shotguns are unaffected by this change. So it's just the fucking... The meta of fucking chaperone, guys. Get your fucking chaperone out of fucking thing. Has it? Has it got a? Has it got a? Um, no, it doesn't have a catalyst. Catalyst. But that is uh, a talking point. They are looking into um, the fact that there are exotics out there that don't have catalysts, so they can't do orb generation. So right, um, chaperone Monte Carlo. I think even Thorn stuff like that. They're looking into a way to masterwork these weapons without giving them a catalyst to make them more right. powerful than they already are. Right, right, right. Aggressive 120 RPM hand cannons. We adjusted in Season of the Splicer, but this didn't make enough of a difference. We believe that they are still too rangy. They are cross-map shit. Those <laughs> things are. They are fucking cross-map. They out-shoot a fucking sniper. Yep. And they like, can peak. come on. They can peak shoot. That's what, yeah. that's what makes them powerful. And benefit way too much from a small damage buff to tap in. It's tricky because they are now not much more. Uh, they are now not much different from the pre Beyond Light form. Mm. They already have better range and two tap with Rampage. But people have latched onto their ease of two and two and two tapping potential since the buffing Beyond Light and new 120s in this season of the chosen encourage people to try them out. With this change, we expect other primaries to become more viable where previously 120s ate their lunch, including adaptive hand cannons, pulse rifles, scout rifles, and auto rifles, while allowing 120s to keep the advantage of hard hitting peak shooting at range. Mm-hmm. Reduce precision damage multiple from 1.8, 1.6. Prevent I'm not fucking reading that. <laughs> really, guys, I'm not fucking reading it. That's so much numbers. Yeah, uh, we have also a few changes. The perk drop mag can no longer roll on new drop weapons. Is uh, <laughs> Let's right. not go into the perks and everything. That's, yeah. that's going too Two far. Two exotics will world. get some tuning. So Sleeper Simulator got absolutely nerfed into the ground two or th- three or four seasons ago. It got fucking absolutely destroyed. But by mm-hmm. all accounts, it's coming back. Um, Dead Man Tail is getting fucking nerfed as well by the looks of it. Um, Dead Man Tail is dominant on mouse and keyboard, receives frequent critical feedback from players in Crucible It is and is strong, but not worryingly so on a controller, which is great. We're mm-hmm. keeping the fast firing in hip, which we believe is key to the feel of the weapon. 
but with this change, it will no longer have an ADS level of damage fall off while hip firing. ADS level. And so will subject to fall off much closer. It will also require better aim to land hits while hip firing. We deliberately only lightly touch an ease of use in this change with the goal of not making it harder to use on controller. Great. Removed hip fire damage fall off scale 1.8 to match zoom. Aim assist cone angle hip scale. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Sleeper still not didn't receive any custom tuning wire and we updated linear fusion rifles, but because it has much, uh, much higher body damage than other LFRs, it didn't benefit as much as intended from the global buff to precision damage scaler. Um, <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is getting into the world of, of yeah. statistics and numbers and we do law. Um, there's all these other shit. There's all this other stuff that I'm not going to go into, guys, because it's fucking boring. Mm. Anarchy is the one that I'm pissed off at. Like, why can't why have they leave? Why can't they leave Anarchy? What what is what is the issue with it being so fucking good at PvP? I understand it's the go-to weapon because it's fucking awesome, but come on. Um, it would be a development thing of we can't make anything that's more powerful than Anarchy at its current state because that's power creep. So we have to bring Anarchy down so we can make something new. That's at Anarchy's current level. I think. That would be my kind of conspiracy theory guess at most. So Yeah. So that's it. That's that's the twelve guys. Um if you want the statistics, uh, go and read them yourself. <laughs> I am not gonna read them because it is so much crap in mm. there. Um so have you got a topic of the week? I have a topic for a couple of weeks now, and it's kind of important considering we're talking about lulls. And I I wanna ask when do you think it's time for Destiny 2 to go purely next generation? So PS5, Xbox Series X, and high-end PC. Because right now we're getting into this lull of we're not getting any content coming out right now. And like Witch Queen is going to be back-gen and Lightfall is also going to be back-gen. When's the time when we switch over? Is previous generations causing delays possibly? Like maybe... I understand because in the they, real world, like, we, not everyone can get these consoles right now. Because they still have to upkeep it, don't they? They mm-hmm. still have to upkeep D1. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, it's not a dead game, though. A lot of people play D1. That's yeah. the issue with it, isn't yeah. it? Because didn't, which is the one? Was it PS2 that they shut down not long ago? Like, like last year? Oh, the servers. Yeah. Didn't they just turn and go, sorry, guys, this is it. We are no longer going to be able to run PS2 stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think they even only just shut down the original Xbox um, servers as well, like the last two years. Look, it should be, it should have a time limit from when the new gen comes. It should say, in two years' time, those mm. are going to shut down. You're not going to be able to get um, online games. Yeah. As such, there has to be others. You, you, you're going to get one people that's going to look after D1, mm. unless they're not doing any sandbox changes because it doesn't look like. In the TWAB, they don't look like they're doing any any changes to D1. It is just oh, what no. they, the fucking game is. No, Destiny 1 has not been updated since. Besides server issues, it hasn't been updated since Destiny 2 launched. So, uh, yeah, look, I don't know, man. Because like, people love shit on these um, on these games. I know some people mm. love D1. Like, there's a few people in our Discord will always go, oh, do you fancy going playing D1? Mm. Like, I... I've purposely not decided to go to D1. Like, I don't want to go back to D1. I'm 
only looking because it's just going to confuse the shit out of me with like two sure. fucking games in my mind. Like, yeah, there has to be a stage because it's just a money. Is it? They're not receiving any money off D one. Surely, every everything is all the expansion is paid for. They are not receiving any money. It is just a draw on money. Surely, it must be that. Like, I don't think people are going on there and buying silver to use. Well, maybe they're buying silver there. You look the DLCs. You can buy Rise of Iron discs, and then they have all the fucking DLCs backwards from it, like ten bucks. So yeah. surely they mustn't be making anything there. So. But I don't know it's, if that's what's holding them on PS4 still, because when um when Rise of Iron launched, that was supposed to be when Destiny 2 launched, and that was definitely going to be PS4 and Xbox One only at that time. It was no PS3, no Xbox, fucking 360. Jesus Christ, I hate their naming conventions. Um, but so Destiny 2 obviously got delayed, so we got a bo- sorry a bonus um expansion so is it possibly post lightfall now because we got those two announcements so early look i think look, i i think there should be a time i i i i think there should be a time limit mm. of where they possibly turn and go right, at this point you're no longer going to be able to but it doesn't make sense. It won't make sense to turn on and just knock off PS4 because mm. people will still have PS4 to use to come because they can't afford a PS5. We're obviously in a better situation than some people. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. It's, it, it, it's gonna it's gotta be a like I wouldn't say them, I wouldn't go against them if they turn around and go, Oh, we're gonna just take D1 off the shelf. D1 yeah. off the shelf, you're no longer gonna be able to play D1 because to me that's a draw on funds. Mm. Because people still have to have servers, unless they are different servers, unless they or in the full server, and it doesn't cause any too much dramas between the um, between them, you know. Surely that must be taking up some sort of server space that they're paying for. Like I understand yeah. it's all hosted and shit, but you still actually have your game on a server base. Like it still exists somewhere for us to log into. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have to be paying for that. For Destiny to still exist, there. Destiny One to still exist on. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. So yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a weird one. Like if you turn around and go, well, I'm gonna. You're only gonna be able to play Destiny Two, Lightfall, or Destiny Three if it ever fucking comes out on PS Five. Then people are like, well, why? Why are you? Why are you being hating against PS Fours now? You know, you'll get that type of uh, yeah group of guys. You know, I honestly think it would come down to a uh, a server thing of we can't put anything on these servers that we have now that would justify cre- um, developing for PS4 uh, PS5 like, yeah. like they just can't keep up with graphics or the connection speed required um, or just, just the, the basic power of the console to keep up with like they're trying to make everything so similar now Cross console and, P- and PC, like PS5s and Xbox Series Xs are essentially PCs. That's, yeah. that's how they're built. They're so much different to the way the other ones are built. Mm. So they're trying to bring them all together in a more tight knit way. So really, I feel like it's like possibly after Lightfall, I think it's the end of it. Possibly. Like, I don't know, man. It's a really weird question. Because, like, if you play, if you think of the battlefields now, so you have Battlefield mm. when Battlefield One came out, 
that was fantastic and there was a fucking ton of people on and you could uh you could play it mm. and that would be great but once they started bringing something else out you couldn't even get a fucking you couldn't even get a match it just right. dropped off completely right. dropped off you could purchase a server you could you could pay for a private server in that and then you have to do a shout out for people to come in but there'd be hardly any people playing it yeah and it's just dead in the water. Yeah. So what happens? You just take that away and just go, all right, that's that's no longer a game. Now, bang, you're gone. Even though it was a fantastic game when it first came out. Yeah, that's sort of the Call of Duty model as well. It was once a year, it's just everyone paid 80 bucks and shifted over to the next game. Yeah. And that, I mean, people still play um, older ones now, but it's definitely the same thing. There's not as much of a player base there. And usually the ones that are staying on the older one are the sweat lords that loved that version of the game, but they don't want to move on. So you yeah. just don't feel like you can have a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause I surely you'd be able to do trials in D one and there'd be nobody on there. So you just win all the fucking time. I don't even think trials is turned on anymore. I don't think they get weekly events. I don't think they get, uh, uh, holiday events or anything like that i think that's all just it's one just bog it's just one play state that doesn't get updated wow i can't see the i can't see the draw to that see i can't hmm. so yeah i can't physically see the draw to that the main thing i reason i brought this up is because Kay started playing destiny as well and she plays in the same room as me so i can see my screen playing on the ps5 and it's like we go through a strike inside terminus is the best example of this actually there's a moment in inside terminus where you hit a loading screen yeah and then like ps5 players we jump straight through that basically but she gets stuck there for like 10 fucking seconds and i can literally turn around and see her loading but we yeah. are in the same server space yeah because we were doing that yesterday because me and curly were both ps5 guys mm. and seiko has a ps4 how we yeah. just sitting there just shooting him in the air yeah like <laughs> Just waiting for twenty minutes, waiting for yeah. twenty minutes. And he's like, "All right, oh, and then he comes, all right, fantastic." Yeah, it's like, and it's not even his fault. It's not even like a latency thing. The no. console just physically cannot load mm. that next instance as fast as what we can. Yeah, and so I think that's honestly a drawback on development as well. Like, we could possibly get bigger, better strikes, raids, things like that, with a transition to the next generation console. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, what I did find on Facebook, I'll just uh, point this out. What I did find on Facebook, there is a there's these liquidation sales that they got going on. And people there's a one guy and he bought ten PS5s from a liquidation sale at about 150 bucks per one. Wow. Yeah. And he he was he was a, he was a sparky, he was an electrician, so he kind of knew what he was doing or um, I think and he was checking them. And I think six out of ten were completely working, not a fucking issue. Like they, and he just turned and goes. Sometimes there's a scratch, sometimes there's this, or sometimes it's just a liquidation sale, and they sell them, and there's a PS5, and then you can buy them from a liquidation sale. Right. So guys, if you're fucking struggling with cash, look these liquidation sales up. Just type in liquidation sales on Facebook. There could be one in your area, and you may pick up a PS5. You may be the lucky fucker picks up a ps5 or it may have a little bit of an issue with it and it could be just a simple fix or like it's one of the usb fucking ports is wobbly in the back you take it apart you fucking fix it you got yourself a ps5 have a look guys you could definitely send that to fucking um manufacturers and get that fixed anyway like yeah exactly it would definitely come under your warranty like yeah a warranty like 100 percent. well this is what this is what this is what he's doing. And he bought 10 mm. and six out of 10 
was working just straight off the bat. There was the there was the the bigger one with obviously the um the, the driving there and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, all right, oh, we'll just check this. Yep, that's good. We check this. Yep, that's good. All right, fantastic. Here we are. This working. Yeah. So that's crazy, look, guys. If you're if you're struggling for cash, check these liquidation sales. Mm. You may be a lucky fucker and get one. Don't mm. All right, questions. 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 All right, off Badger. Badger, my mate, our guy. First time you choose a class in D1, what did you choose and why? Oh, do you want to go first? Go for it. No, you can go first. Oh, okay. I know exactly why. Um, I chose Hunter and I've stuck with Hunter ever since because I'm a big circle jerk. No, it's because because when Destiny 1 launched, it was about three months before um, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare was going to launch. And Call of Duty Advanced Warfare was the original Jetpacks one. And their jump in Call of Duty was the exact same as the Hunter in Destiny. So me being big game of pro moves was like, I'll get used to the jump system in Destiny first. And then when I transfer to Call of Duty, I'll be used to the way that game works. And then I've just stuck with it ever since. Right. Wow. <laughs> That's the... Oh. That's so sad. That's a nude. You're such a nude. Um, I picked Warlock Mm. uh, in D1. I did pick uh, Hunter originally in D2 as well. Um, But then for some reason, I think one of the DLCs I did, I I did the the, um, the bringing him up. Mm. And then it just turned out my Warlock was a higher than my um my hunter and i kind of stuck with the warlock i'm a big fantasy nerd okay um if any fantasy game i play it's usually a wizard and i love reading books about wizards and shit like that and that's the closest the warlock is closest to being a wizard and i'm a fucking nerd yes <laughs> yes i know this it's me strategizing my call of duty rise <laughs> to fame and you're like i like books <laughs> i like shooting shit with big fucking flames the only, yeah. time, the only time I've done the wizard class was Dragon Age Inquisition. And it's because I always, with the Dragon Age games, I was always like sword, sword and shield or double sword. Same with fucking Skyrim, everything. I was like, I want to be a knight. But with Inquisition, I was like, I'm going to change it up a bit and I'm going to do the mage path in this one. And that was the worst fucking decision ever because the mage path in Dragon Age Inquisition sucked dick. It was so bad. Because Skyrim was good as well. You can mm. be a wizard. And you could just do get all the fucking wizard shit, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Skyrim, yeah. I remember watching people being like, "I can do healing in this hand, and then fire blast in this hand, and I just never died." Yeah, and it's great, and that's what I aim for. I always aim for like the thing. I have tried Hunter. I hate Titan with a passion, and I'm so, I apologize <laughs> for everyone out there. I detest Titan, mm. even though they they in they're very situational. Mm. Um, I just don't like the shape. I don't like the cut of the jib. Yeah, I've seen people prefer the female Titan build, um, sorry, feminine Titan build, um, purely because the armor isn't so bulky on them. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's the same set. Uh, yeah. All right. Second. This is off uh, Zoo Sam 12 or Zoo Sam 10. He's got two. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. Okay, well, fucking people are talking to Discord. Okay, my destiny question is related to Oryx and Savathun. Oh, okay. Why does Oryx seem so powerful having taken an ogre and other countless powerful beings, and Savathun is kind of just there, not really doing anything besides planting seeds of deception? 
Do you want to take that? Or do you want me to take it? Oh, look, we'll, we'll, you take it. Go for it. Go for it. No, you have it. You okay. can go. Okay. I've got my own. i got my own thought of it because I've, I, I've added it in the background, so I've thought about it. Right. Um, it's because that's what they do. Um, yep. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer this as if he hasn't, they haven't read the or heard the Book of Sorrows. Essentially, inside Oryx and Sabathun, they have their worms, and Oryx's worm was the worm of knowledge. Um, not knowledge. Knowledge. Um, anyway, he had, to, he had to constantly learn. He had to constantly be in, in, intuitive and seek new things, and always, he was like the navigator, the traveler. He had to go and constantly find something new. Yep. And so he basically gained power through all of these things. And then the taking isn't just taking because he just learned it one day. He killed a worm god and took that power from the worm god. And that's sort of how Oryx is the way he is. Savathun appears to be weak because she wants to appear to be weak. She is the trickster. She is the the invisible hand. She is the one that plays all the roles behind the scenes and lets you beat yourself before she ever has to appear to you. That's... Basically, yeah, yeah. That's the I can't. Yeah, that's exactly right. So she is in the background, so you don't know what she's playing. So she, Cura. All right, so we just use Cura. The thing, Cura is, um, Savathun is pulling Cura's strings, mm-hmm. even though there is law coming out that Cura is self, like she's kind of broken away and she's controlling the Taken. I don't know if you have if you viewed this one. Yeah. So Cura is being shown out to take take things and she's put kind of they've said that she's kind of broken away from Savathun it's not I would imagine Savathun is up there with the big puppet fucking strings yeah Savathun is controlling the fucking chessboard around us yeah. she is uh, like two or three steps in front of us yeah like so the three sisters are fucking Savathun Oryx or they were three sisters he turned male Savathun Oryx Sivu Wrath mm-hmm. now Sivu Wrath is the god is she has the god of war? Mm-hmm. I would expect her to be at the same height of power as Oryx, and I think uh, Savathun will be powerfuler than all three because that's her fucking job. Talking about Savathun, though, did you read the law where she's inside a person in the uh, the tower? Yeah, she's talking about the flesh around her and walking on broken bones, and it's yeah, yeah. it was a weird yeah. It was, but it's back down to it's back down to the how. So you've got a power of a god. Mm. So what we talked about in our in our episode in our speaker episode, you got a power of god getting pushed into a human. Mm. We can't think. So there's an old um, there's no Stephen King novel where it was a demon in a human person's body and it kind of just disintegrated. It kind of just melted cancerous and shit like that because it just can't hold the power within the human body because it just, we just not fucking built the same way Yeah, as such. And so I like the thought of Savathun just basically killing whatever the fuck she's in because she is so powerful. And that's back to the question. She is a fucking entity Mm -hmm. and she will come out sweet when she does come out. If she ever does come out, she may not even come out. She may just disappear off into the ether. I'm not too sure. I think she will, though. She is just going to come out swinging, and she is going to fucking knock us for six, I reckon. Yeah, she Yeah, she definitely has an end goal in mind. I've heard people theorize that she doesn't want to kill us. She wants to enlist us, kind of in the same way that 
Kaito tried to enlist us. But she... Sabathun also wants to be rid of her worm. She thought that the deal yep. that she made to get the worm with the sisters was a bad move to begin with. Yep. And so she has been trying ever since to get rid of it. She even made the murder battery where she just had like all these people constantly dying in a black hole. And the worm yep. went, that's not going to work. And started yeah, killing because, her. Because that's what it says in the law as well, that a, that a worm is fat hmm. with food, but it's still ravenous yep. in hunger. Yeah. So, yeah, you are right. She is trying to kill a worm. She's trying to get rid of her. And it could be the possibility that she might get a worm and it might not have, she may not have the same impact as what she has when she has a worm because there is no drive to her then. She can turn and go, I'm just going to live in a fucking cottage in the middle of a field. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it's a case of if we kill her worm, will she remain paracausal? Has she found some way to... Because that's when they became that powerful is when they took no. the worms. No, well... Because Kurash made Urash, but he only became paracausal later on when they become sword, when they learned all the sword logic and stuff like that. There was, so there's a big gap of when they had they worm, sword logic come into play and all the other stuff come into play, and then they become paracausal uh, after yeah, that. Yeah, no, you're right. So the paracausality comes from the ascendant realm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're right. So there is a gap, and that's how Kura was able to have Urash, and then that's why Oryx didn't just kill her. He, he took her, and then he gave her like some form of allowed her to have a sentient life yeah. instead of just being you were a fucking you were a fucking zombie. Yeah, to quickly basically. explain that as well. So Curia, the Vex Hydra that we killed in last week's expunge mission, uh, that was supposed to be the end of the season boss. Air quotes. Um, that was a Vex that was created when Crota accidentally cut into the high, uh, the Vex world from Oryx's ascendant uh, throne room. Um, they created Kira to understand the sword logic. She managed to do so. She made a simulation of Oryx, but before he became Paracols, also Orash, like you said. And then Oryx took her and gave her to Savathun as a gift, but a gift that would kill Savathun. Was the ultimate yes. goal for that? Next question. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got, man. Okay. Is uh, thing. Like I said, I thought, um, yeah. So that's that's basically it. We did all the, the housekeeping thing. As I said, we got t-shirts. We got Patreon going up whenever we think mm-hmm. we are going to be recording the first episode for Patreon next week. Um, yes. Cheers, Godzilla, for all the fucking shoutouts you did on Instagram. Thank you. And that is that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Same. That is literally all I got. Um, I think that's all I've got as well. Um, I'm trying to... I, I took the last weekend off of Destiny to get episode three of Relax Law finished and start on episode four. And uh, I'll be on this weekend streaming. I'm back to my normal streaming routine of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, actually, not Saturday this week because not I'm... Sunday. You're out with the missus Sunday. I'm out on Saturday. We're going to see a movie on Saturday night because this will be the first time that we've actually gone on a date in like three months. It's been a while. Guys, um, episode three is out. It is fucking fantastic Mm. uh, because I wrote it. Um, But Agnes and I did some fucking great editing on it. Um, The second episode of, we say it's three, but it is the second part of the speaker um, series. 
Um, I don't know when it's coming out. Ask Agamakai. Um, but go and listen to it, guys. It is fantastic. And we see everybody out there downloading and mm. um, downloading it and listening to us and watching us on YouTube and watching us on Twitch. It's fucking great, guys. Thank you very much. Um, all right, I'll, do the, I'll do the outro and then we're going to piss all. off. I'm fucking out. Are you gagging for a piss again this week or are you good? No, I took a piss before I got it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and now, uh, yeah, go. Okay, yeah. so go, get out. Um, let's go. Let's oh, get fucking out of here. Fuck. Let's go. I want to fucking go home. <laughs> I am home. You're in your room. All right. Thank you again for listening, guys. If you would like to follow, you can follow us here on twitch.tv forward slash God. This goes out to podcast services everywhere Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify is our biggest one. I love this one. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read it out each time there is a new review. If you would like to watch the video version of this, it goes up on YouTube same day as the podcast episodes. Don't forget, we are starting a Patreon starting this month. So $5 will get you a bonus episode per month, a bonus RSS feed that you can download and put onto your podcasting app. And that way you get the bonus episode as well. That is it. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye.